Glory. I was <clears throat> talking this morning about the power of the Holy Ghost and the Spirit of the Lord and the presence of Almighty God. And I, I, if you start me at about slide 20, that was where I stopped this morning. <clears throat> Uh, the second Timothy where it says in these last days and their people will be lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God and goes through a whole list of things having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof and unfortunately so many churches in Christianity really don't want to talk about the power of the Holy Ghost the power to change your life and the power to be transformed. But I, I'm here to tell you that resurrection power is able to make you a new creature in Christ Jesus. But I know it's a little scary to have that much power, that much <coughs> anointing, if you will. And as Paul wrote to the church at Galatia. He said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life I live, I live by faith in him. He goes on to say, I am travailing in birth until Christ be formed in you. And that process, no one likes that process, that whole sense of, you know, the formation of Christ because it grates against our nature. It, it tries to overcome this earthly vessel. And Paul talked about a wrestling match between the flesh and the spirit. And I'm, I'm fighting all the time. And yet what we know, he wrote to the Colossians was that I want you to know the riches of the glory of this of this mystery among the Gentiles. And what was that mystery? That Christ can be in you the hope of glory. The Holy Ghost is Christ in us. That same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is in us and that's what gives us hope whenever we don't have anything else to hope for. We have a spirit that comes from Jesus himself trying to be formed in us and the enemy's job is to do his best to get you to just come out from under that Christ in us as a matter of fact my wife quoted a scripture earlier tonight casting down imaginations and that's a very different Greek word. You can look it up in the Strong's. It basically means, like if I were to cast down this chair, it means for me to throw it down and break it and stomp on it and tear it, rip the cushion out, and just utterly destroy imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, taking a, a fortress captive. We don't do that with Christ, but what we have often found myself doing is doing what Bar blind Bartimaeus did. You remember the story of blind Bartimaeus? Mark, the 10th chapter, uses a Greek word that's only used one other place in the 
New Testament. Casting down imaginations is one Greek word that is never used anywhere else in the New Testament. It means breaking it violently. It means throwing it down. But Mark, the 10th chapter, talks about Bartimaeus was on the side of the road. And we're guessing that he had maybe something over his legs like this. And you know the story. Everybody knows blind Bartimaeus, son of David, have mercy. And people told him to shut up. And he was like, son of David. And you remember that? And finally, the more people told him not to holler, the more he hollered. And then Jesus stops. Jesus stood still. And he said, I hear somebody calling me. And they go to Bartimaeus. And they say, Bartimaeus, guess what? The master wants to see you. And the Bible says, he just kind of took this garment off. It says, casting away his garment. He just slipped out from under this garment and he got up he can't see and I'm sure they led him over to Jesus now that phrase that turn of phrase that means just setting it aside just he didn't stomp on his garment he didn't rip his garment up he wasn't it was just a casual you know what I'm saying? It just means just kind of to flip it off on the side. That turn of phrase, Paul uses one place in Hebrews. And he, he goes, let, 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 me, let me begin in the, let me see here, in the 10th chapter of Hebrews, right before the faith chapter, he said, let us lay hold grab hold of the profession of our faith without wavering for he is faithful that has promised he says grab a hold of the Holy Ghost like you've never grabbed it before the profession of our faith and then he goes on down in that 10th chapter and he uses that same turn of phrase of Bartimaeus setting aside the garment and he says cast not away therefore your confidence you see the enemy's job is to get us just to say oh, I, don't, I don't know if he can do it I'm not, I'm not mad at God I'm not angry I'm not stomping it but I don't know. I've prayed before. What's amazing about this verse is he says, cast not away therefore your confidence which hath great recompense of reward. That word recompense is the same word that we would get reparations from. That means... You know, we're all hearing about reparations. Native Americans, African Americans, who all need to be paid for what happened in the past. Now, whether you agree with that or not, Paul said, the Lord, 
knows every tear that you've shed. He knows every trial you've gone through. He knows every time you've faced a spirit, you've faced a problem, you've faced an attitude that what, you know, that the enemy tried to destroy your confidence in God but every time you held on to that faith and said, I'm sorry, I still believe God is able. I still believe God is able. I'm not going to say, I'm not, I am not going to set this down. I have a reward coming for after you have done the will of God you shall receive the promise that's why when David said he said not only does God know how many hair I have he knows every tear I've shed he put it in a bottle he knows every time I've faced an enemy and I want to tell you there is a reparation a recompense of reward the Lord is going to get it all back Hallelujah. What are you saying, Pastor? He goes on down and he says in Hebrews, the 10th chapter, and I'm going to end there. He says, for a little while, he says, for a little while that I want you to know he shall come that will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. And if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them which draw back unto perdition, but of them which believe to the saving of the soul. And then he starts the faith chapter. Without faith, it is impossible to please God but he that cometh must believe that he is and he is a rewarder I've still got my confidence I've still got my confidence I 